we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 24th, 2016. Today is going to be, um, I guess you'd say a dedicated study, but we're going to be going over a myriad of different health topics. And the reason a lot of times I cover a lot of these topics is, well, I have a huge background in alternative health. Um, been doing this since 1993 and was even really into it uh, much more even before then. So I, I've got a lot of clinical history with uh, patients, and um, a lot of this also relates to the end times. A lot of this relates to ways that the New World Order is trying to take us out, essentially. And I don't mean take you out on a date. I mean take you out where they're trying to, you know, knock the slats out from underneath you type of, type of thing. This is, these are different various ways they're trying to depopulate the planet, create a weak sickly population and also how they're trying to defile our DNA and degradate our endocrine systems, our hormonal systems and create a, a, a population that is extremely burdened with toxins, um, GMOs, just a myriad of different ways they're, they're trying to essentially kill us. The first report is entitled Gene Drive, Eliminating Populations in the Wild, um, Gene drive technology is the term for wiping out an entire species by genetically altering a few individuals. <clears throat> Gene drive is becoming part of the public health as certain animals are thought to be disease vectors. From the New York Times of this year, 6-1-16, there was a report. Scientists dream of deploying gene drive, for example, to wipe out malaria carrying mosquitoes that cause the deaths of 300,000 African children each year. When there's already cures for malaria out there, uh, I know that, that that MMS, that Miracle Mineral Solution, which I think they've just about banned at this point, uh, from the reports I saw, will cure it. Uh, if they would just bring that over to these areas where malaria is prevalent, they could wipe it all out. With It's called Miracle Mineral Solution, MMS. Now, I was heavily involved in that when it first came out. Personally, and I've got a whole file on this. If somebody's interested, they can email me. But I tried it. I used it personally. And just as a general, okay, how is the, what kind of effect is this going to have on me personally? Well, <clears throat> as far as a product goes, it's probably one of the most risky products I have ever taken. Because literally, if you take one extra drop of that stuff you can literally find yourself on a fetal position vomiting your guts out you've got to be super careful with the stuff if you have if you've got any i'm not even sure you can even get it anymore i don't know i know that guy that invented his last name was humble i believe kind of a weird cat he's almost culty in his belief systems but I do think there was merit. I'm not saying it's a bad product, but I'm pretty sure that uh, they've tried to eliminate it off the market because anything that's going to actually work to cure something, uh, the world government, our own government, will make extraordinary steps in order to make sure that that's not available. 
so that they can perpetuate diseases and, and keep these things going and keep you locked into the medical cartel, pharmacia sorcery cartel of drugs and surgery and, you know, this type of paradigm. Keep you plugged into that. So, <clears throat> yeah, if, if you ever contemplate taking it, email me and uh, I'll send you my file on it. Uh, because it goes very, very, very point by point on how to do it, what not to do, what to do. And this is from my experience with it. And I, personally, I, I won't take it anymore. I mean, I guess if I contracted malaria or something and it was the most direct way to go, um, it would probably be a good idea to have that. But it, it's just, <laughs> if you, like I said, you take one, one extra drop of that stuff and it's... Uh, not fun anyway um continuing on it says and i'll just start over where we're talking scientists dream of deploying G gene drive for example to wipe out malaria carrying mosquitoes that cause the deaths of 300,000 african children each year or invasive rodents that damage island ecosystems <clears throat> but some experts have warned that the technique could lead to unforeseen harm to the environment sometimes scientists have called the federal government to regulate it into and some environmental watchdogs have called for a moratorium so far, human attempts to modify species in the wild have failed because the changes also diminish the organism's survival and reproduction, thank God. And natural selection, thankfully, eliminates the altered genes. Now, this is what we, we've been talking a lot about lately, where they were releasing these genetically modified, or talking about releasing gen genetically modified mosquitoes through Bill Gates in different areas of the world. They did it down in Brazil, and then all of a sudden you see the Zika virus come up which was most likely tied in with all of that. Now, I know there's a lot of theories about that, that it's the overuse of pesticides as well, and there's a lot of other different theories. But I know one thing, within one year of Bill Gates, and this was from a first-hand account of a, my listener, a listener I have in Brazil, within one year of Bill Gates releasing those genetically modified mosquitoes, which are like an abomination with wings, all of a sudden then you see the Zika virus start popping up down there in that exact area where they were released so again this is playing god this is creating franken critters franken insects whatever you want to call them they're going to be buzzing around biting people and only god knows from a genetic payload standpoint what they're imparting to whoever they're biting okay so it's not good it's just evil bad Island of Dr. Moreau, whatever stuff that uh, is just one more way they're trying to defile our DNA is what it all boils down to. <clears throat> uh, so going back to the report. However, a new gene tool called CRISPR, an encoding mechanism that embeds in the DNA, has given science an override. CRISPR drives the new gene into all the organism's offsprings rather than some who, rather than some who would never have lower chances of survival and thus be naturally unselected bill and melinda gates in their first in their thirst to quote help the world have funded a 40 million dollar gene drive project in africa to create these genetically altered whatever whatever they're going to i mean they can do this with a lot of different species and then re release them out into the you know their their particular environment and then they can go and defile the DNA of the other either insects or animals or whatever they are that they're interacting with. 
And again, what are they trying to create? They're trying to create a world like Hunger Games, where in the Hunger Games, um, particularly I know more in the, uh, I don't know, I think part one and part two, a lot of what you were seeing there when they when they interacted with animals, they were all genetically modified animals that you had never seen before. There were never there were, there were hardly any real indigenous animals that were here like they are now. They were these these Franken critters that they had created, and this is what they want to try to do: defile. And this is Satan's goal: is to defile uh, God's creation, whether that be the plants, GMOs things of this nature, the animals, through doing this type of stuff, the humans, via vaccinations, and I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways they're trying to defile our DNA. So, <clears throat> this is what they're, this is what they're moving toward. Um, <clears throat> going back to this, this is the perfect Hegelian dialectic. Risks include the possibility that a gene might drop, might jump to another species for which it was not intended. Oh, we didn't know that was going to happen. We were just trying to play God, and then all of this horrific stuff happened. They're trying to make this happen. These people are sick, demon-possessed psychopaths that want the whole world annihilated. Lock, stock, and barrel. They're just, they're just vessels of Satan. Yet they come off like they have this philanthropic veneer of oh we want to help the world we want to save the world when the exact opposite is true bill and melinda gates are one of the main uh foundations that have funded the vaccination programs going on in africa i mean and we've covered all of this in, in times past just keen um <clears throat> gates um or melinda or bill in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i can't even tell you how many reports i've done on them and all the various ways they're trying to uh, essentially um, kill off humanity. So going forward here, <clears throat> uh, this last paragraph. Risks include the possibility that a gene drive might jump to another species for which it was not intended, or that the suppression of one undesirable organism will lead to the emergence of another that is even worse. <clears throat> Imagine the new opportunities to tinker with the biology once the dominoes start to fall. So we have that, and, and I, that was just a, a little report that I wanted to kind of give you an update on that, on that whole subject, because I have talked, uh, we've mentioned that quite a few times. Now, next report is entitled Apple, meaning the company Apple that makes the iPhones and the computer systems, Apple and Fertility. <clears throat> Apple is the leader in the world of computers and smart devices. Apple iPads are being used by school children in classrooms equipped with Wi-Fi, 2.4 gigahertz. Education delivered wirelessly will reach most most um, remote regions of the world and make everybody, quote, smart, say the globalists. However, wire, wireless transmissions will have another sinister effect. The sterility of future generations, warns Joe and Branham. Now, they're doing all kind of stuff to sterilize us. And we're going to be talking a lot about that today. But this is just one of the many, many ways they're uh, using. Uh, this is worn by Joe and Branham of... FullertonInformer.com From a study done on hardy rats, findings were that viable ovarian follicles or eggs diminished by approximately one half after 15 minutes of 15 days of 900 megahertz old cell phone radiation. 
okay, if they were exposed to, okay, so in other words, the ovarian eggs of rats were diminished by one half with just 15 minutes over 15 days. In other words, you're being exposed 15 minutes for 15 days of 900 megahertz, which is just old cell phone radiation. Wi-Fi and newer phones are much faster, meaning they have a higher megahertz. <clears throat> what happens in the human body after an egg is fertilized? Its outer layers harden. This is called the zona response, meaning when the sperm penetrates the outside of the egg, the outside hardens. Why? Because God doesn't want 1,800 sperm going into the same egg. Obviously, you know, that wouldn't work. Now, when eggs go in approximately at the same time, that's one of the ways you can get twins. Okay? Meaning they kind of both got through at the very same time. Isn't that amazing that God created the, the, the egg of a woman that as soon as the sperm goes through it, it hardens so that other sperm can't get into it? Oh, but that just happened by chance. That just is some um, abnormal, abnormality of, of evolution. I mean, think about that one fact alone. What if that didn't happen? What if that one little thing didn't happen in creation? What if the outside of the egg didn't harden? Well, you, you wouldn't have women that could be able to reproduce because you'd have potentially, you know, who knows how many sperm trying to go through the egg. Let's say, you know, 100, 150, 200. You can't, no woman's going to be able to reproduce 200 children in one. I mean, it's hard enough if she's got twins or triplets. I mean, it can be done, but this is how God designed. Isn't that that one little point? If you just think about that one little point, and then you think of the, the absurdity of Darwinism, where we evolved literally from the primordial sludge, because like lightning hit the primordial sludge 50 billion years ago. And 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 evolved and that and that created some two cell whatever, that eventually turned into a fish, that eventually got bored of the water, and decided to slither onto dry land, and you know eventually you know become you know a chinchilla, that then turned into eventually you know Piltdown Man, and Cro Magnum, and Neanderthal or whatever, that eventually evolved into us. It, it makes so much sense. I mean you know. So much sense. But, I mean, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, that is just so amazing. Just, you just key on the smallest things that God does and you realize how incredibly, like, if this Zona thing didn't happen, this Zona response didn't happen, guess what, guys? You and I wouldn't probably be alive because you wouldn't have, the women's eggs <clears throat> wouldn't be, there would be so few births you would have women that, that were trying to, you know, conceive and, and, you know, you've got multiple sperms penetrating the eggs and, you know, you might have women trying to, you know, give birth to, to you know, 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 kids at once. It's not going to happen. Their body cannot handle that. It takes a lot of effort for a woman's body to create a child. That's why it's so important for her to have nutrition the proper nutrition going into the pregnancy at conception, even before conception, during pregnancy, and after, especially if they breastfeed, because that is the way that God intended things to be. That's that's God's natural vaccination when a woman breastfeeds 
their child. Because especially the first 48 hours, her body produces a substance called colostrum, which is like getting all the immunizations and booster shots your, your body would ever need. Okay? That is the way God intended for babies to be naturally, I guess, you, you, I don't even like to use the term vaccinated or inoculated, but that's God's way of doing it. That's the right way of doing it. We, we, but yet they, they vaccinate a baby for hepatitis B, which is a sexually transmitted disease, or an IV drug use vaccine within minutes of them being born, essentially, and then all the other garbage they're doing to them. I mean, it's total insanity absolute total insanity i mean i know a lot of little newborns that are heavy iv drug users and very very sexually promiscuous i mean i know i mean i'm sure you guys all know that too right i mean come on what baby doesn't do that it's so ridiculous you know i'm, I'm just being sarcastic here but i mean it's insane well <clears throat> we are fearfully and wonderfully made so that i, I just thought that was kind of awesome about that but this wi-fi and the cell phone towers and all of this this um, that we're being exposed to, it's just horrific. I mean, right right now, like what I'm doing with my computer is I'm hooked into an Ethernet, hard, hard cable, okay? I don't have my Wi-Fi on. I only put the Wi-Fi on if I'm going to be in another room and I have to have the computer with me in another room. But the vast majority of the time, I'm on a hardwire. Now, when I requested this from my cable company you know i had to explain to them what i wanted and they had to um i had to upgrade to like a different type of one but it was worth it i don't even think it really cost me it caught me it cost me a little bit more money i actually had a lot less problem with this one but up until that point i wasn't doing that and 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 you know it's very very important to be hardwired in we're going to talk a lot about that today. To not use cordless phones either. Cordless phones give off a tremendous amount of radiation. And I'm talking about just cordless phones where you're using, you have it hardwired, have a landline that is hardwired with a cord, okay? As much as you can stay away from wireless, the better. Smart meters, horrific. We're going to talk a lot about that today. This is going to be a really big study. I don't know if you could consider this a mega study. I'm not going to be doing a study next week. So I wanted to try to get a big one up today, and this is going to keep you occupied for a little bit of time. I'm giving you all the information. This is a 34-page PDF today. I'm not going to be covering all of it. Some of it is a bonus section. We'll get to that more at the end. You get a free Ovaltine secret decoder ring with the bonus section, too, which, you know, I had to, it was hard. And a Ronco stun gun, the, the, the stud gun, the, you know, oh, no, Chia Herb Garden, sorry. Sorry, I lost. And a Hulk Hogan commemorative beer koozie. <laughs> These are all the bonus things I'm giving away today. Just kidding. Anyway, um, so what happens in the human body after an egg is fertilized? Its outer layer is hardened, called the zone of response to prevent additional sperm from penetrating. Um, the Fullerton Informer Webmaster informs us that human follicles or eggs may indeed harden in response to persistent RF microwaves, radio frequency microwaves, which are felt as penetrations of the eggs. Now let's let's not go off that very quickly. Let's let's key in on that. I don't want to just say that sentence and keep going. Human follicles or eggs in the women may indeed harden in response to persistent RF microwaves, which is I think you're getting a lot of that from smart meters and radio frequency stuff. Meaning 
their eggs are going to harden before the sperm ever penetrates them. Why? Because the eggs are perceiving the RF microwaves as penetrations of the eggs. It's a vibratory thing. They're perceiving it as that. The bo their bodies are perceiving it as that. The eggs are perceiving it as that. Little girls are born with their eggs to be released one at a time by the ovaries upon sexual maturity. Eggs that undergo zona response, meaning the hardening, from radio frequencies pulsed against the belly, think an iPad from Apple, are at ultra high risk. So you want to go sterile as a woman, have the iPad on your lap with no protection over you. Now, what I would say about that, because a lot of these reports you read, and they don't give you any things. I've got this under mine. Now, even though I'm, I'm hardwired in on an Ethernet cable, I've got this thing called a ProShield. I'm looking at it right now. Radiation-free laptop tray. Okay, What it's going to do is it's going to block the radiation coming directly from your laptop into your... Well, if it's on your lap, let's face it, it's your reproductive organs. Okay, so this is blocking that. I also use a green eight um, uh, thing that I've talked about before, and it's on the back side of my computer, and it's the one for the laptop. Just key in green eight uh, radiation protection in your keyword search box. I used to have a link on the website, but I don't know, it got off there, and, and, and it's just easier for you to do it that way. I, I don't. Um, uh, anyway, you'll find it, and they've got radiation. Now, what that does is it doesn't block radiation, the green eight. What it does is it kind of helps attenuate the signal. It, it helps to harmonize the signal, okay? Now, I know those things work because I got them on my cell phones. I recommend you have one on, on if you got a smartphone. I don't use smartphones. They put out all that radiation that we're talking about here as well. It's only going to get worse. We're going to talk about that next. But I use them on all my cell, any cell phone that I might have. You put it in the battery compartment. And I know that's trickier on an iPhone. You can put it on the outside. You're still going to get a good effect. I like put it, uh, if anybody has one, I say get a, get a case that protects the smartphone. That's smart anyway because they're so expensive. And then put the Green 8, um, like stick it on the outside of the phone. And the case will keep it, make sure it doesn't fall off ever. And they're sticky. I think the backside's sticky. Anyway, before I started doing that, when I was talking on the cell phone, I was noticing my head was heating up. That was that radiation. There's been a lot of people that have developed brain tumors just from doing that alone. Okay. Once I started using the Green 8 on the cell phone, I noticed that was my head stopped heating up. Now, it wasn't blocking the radiation because if it was blocking the radiation, let's face it, you wouldn't be talking because the signal of the cell phone, you talking on that is dependent upon it receiving the signal. So if it blocked it, then it would be like, you're not going to be able to use the cell phone. It attenuates the signal. It harmonizes the signal. So it doesn't do all that damage. Now, I'm not saying there's no ill effect, but it's. I think it is much lessened. How that thing works, I'm not 100% sure. Because you look at it, it's like, hey, it's a sticker. This is a scam. I'm telling you the thing works, okay? I'm not, I don't have any vested interest. I'm not making money telling you from this at all. I'm just telling you I've used them personally. I like them. So those are two things you can do. Have a have a, have a a blocker, and, and again, the one I got, and I'm not saying it's the one you got to get. It's a ProShield radiation-free laptop tray. I, I think I got mine on eBay. And then um, uh, the Green 8s. I think you need both because... 
one is going to harmonize the signal another is going to literally block any downward radiation from a laptop okay so um those are a couple things you could even wear i mean you can go a lot far with this i mean they've got literally clothing now they've got they've got silver mesh garments that you can buy they're mega expensive but they've got like pants they've got tops they've got um i actually got one of the tops that's a hoodie i don't wear it during the summer because it's just i don't know to me it'd be too hot but it is a very thin material and when i put it on at night especially if i put the hoodie on and i know like i said do it more when it's colder um i didn't want to get one of those bed shrouds just because there's just a lot of reasons i just don't want to go that route but this is the, for me the next best thing it's a lot cheaper than a bed shroud a silver bed shroud because that's one of those things where you can literally sleep under this camp canopy of this silver mesh stuff and i'm going to get into that later and it'll block out the radiation now if you're on the second story you got to have it on the bottom too because the radiation will get in but that is a way that you could literally create an rf free environment while you sleep and i have had patients do that i have one in texas longtime listener name is michelle and she did it and for the very first night she did it she noticed a gigantic difference she was getting chronic headaches she couldn't sleep from the smart meter on the house and the first night she did it it was a huge difference the problem is is then you go outside it during the day and then it's the issues are are you're dealing with back um and there are other ways you can you can help that too um we'll get into that later i, I don't want to say too much more about that this is a very 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 proactive study that i'm doing today here i'm trying to give you not just all doom and gloom i'm trying to give you solutions as well i wish the solutions were more economical okay but that maybe you can through research maybe you can find more economical ways to do what i'm saying here but i'm just telling you from my standpoint what i've seen work in the past so um now, if we take a look at the Apple headquarters, this is really creepy. Literally, this is an aerial view of Apple in Cupertino, California, picture below. Apple's Cupertino headquarters layout, and there's a thing here you can click on this thing to actually enlarge it. It looks like a an egg. It looks like a woman's egg. It's very strange. Now, here's a diagram of human conception as the egg is penetrated and the outer membranes fuse to solidify. And what it's doing is it's showing five different sperm trying to get into an egg at once, which could be a very, very viable thing, okay? But it's showing the one sperm that actually got inside and then the outside hardens and these other sperm are being blocked because this of this zona effect, okay? Um and it's <laughs> it looks literally an aerial view of apple's headquarters literally looks like an egg that has um it's almost like a reverse sperm going into it it's very very weird i don't know if there's anything i'm not, I'm not going to get too too crazy on this one but it, it was a good point and i wanted to at least throw it in there because it's very very creepy if you look at this now, again, this is on the PDF for um, July 24, 2016 at truth.com. Now, a new development from Steve Perlman, formerly of Apple, Microsoft, and Hollywood. Artemis is a new technology for cellular transmission. Okay, the one thing they failed to pick up on here about Artemis, which is like, 
Here, I tell you what. Let me let me read this first, and then I'm going to go back to this. Artemis is a new technology for cellular transmission. Devices placed on buildings will, will replace cell towers, sending RF microwaves in search of receivers, like smartphones and watches. Artemis was the Greek goddess of chastity, um, virginity, and of the hunt. Well, just a little bit more than that. We're going to see that in a second. Artemis logo is below next to the diagram of the female reproductive organs. The Artemis network will hunt us and invert our reproduction. Maybe why that, that, why, that is why the sperm looks like it's going away from the egg regarding the apple overhead view. Okay, because they're trying to invert everything. Artemis, the Artemis network will hunt us and invert our reproduction, turn it upside down. What is Apple actually saying here? Now, on my teaching, and I'll post it here, and, and this is um, <laughs> very, very important. And this is my teaching, Massacre of Innocence, The Occult Roots of Abortion. Now, these globalists, the New World Order, they all love child sacrifice. They love depopulation. They love creating a sterile population. They want to reduce world population to 500 million, according to the first commandment of the Georgia Guidestones, which said reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, Mother Gaia. Okay, So we know that that is their agenda. Now, from my, my teaching, Massacre of Innocence, the Occult Roots of Abortion, uh, we, and I'm reading just part of the table of contents, Shortly after the Wiccan Religious Cooperative of Florida was founded, Carol Ebding, another werewoman abortion clinic employee, procured the book entitled Sa The Sacrament of Abortion. Now, you have to understand, this is part of how an occultist would practice their religion. Um, whether they be white witches or black witches, they believe in the literal sacrament. Like, you know how the Catholic Church has their sacraments? Okay, well, this is actually a sacrament. This is actually a way that they practice their religion. They want to get pregnant so they can abort their babies. They like doing this because this is a way they believe they procure more power. This is a way they believe they're serving their gods. This, is a sac this, this book was called The Sacrament of Abortion by Gannette Paris, a witch in France who presents abortion as a sacred act, a sacrifice to Artemis. So, <laughs> Artemis is one of the deities that when a woman gets an abortion, you're literally sacrificing too. Now, the woman getting the abortion may not view it that way. They might not have a clue. They might just be, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want this baby, so I'm getting an abortion. But, the occultists that most likely own the clinic, the, the occultists that are a lot of times the doctors and the nurses there, are viewing it totally differently. Not only are they making money, but they're serving their gods at these abortuary butcher centers. Okay? Now, a lot of times they'll sacrifice to Lilith, okay, or Chemosh, or Moloch, or in this case, Artemis. There's different deities they sacrifice to. But it's all, in the end, the same devil demon <laughs> source that they're doing this to um it's human sacrifice so i'm going to go ahead and post these teachings here now if you want to know more about um this particular subject I'll, i'm going to post this right into the uh the pdf okay so going back to this report we're looking at this artemis 
uh, cell phone whatever technology that they're they're coming out with evidently um, and again Artemis is the new technology for cellular transmission devices placed on buildings will replace cell phone towers sending RF microwaves now remember the RF microwaves will what causing the eggs to be hardened why is it that you know you see a lot of these dystopic futuristic shows that come out where nobody can get pregnant where the whole population sterilized okay well this probably has a whole lot to do with it uh and what is their what is the actual name they put on this artemis so i mean this is all tied in with pure evil it's tied in with sterility it's tied in with child sacrifice and and it's just it's pure evil so we're looking at here as one of these new um artemis things it's real slick looking and its symbol looks like the female reproductive organs turned upside down <clears throat> it looks like a uh, a uterus with the fallopian tubes branching off but it's upside down so in other words um they're they're trying to um the artemis network will hunt us down invert our reproduction and turn it upside down and this is all through apple okay so this is a absolute total 100 percent right in your face they're telling you what they're doing they're telegraphing their punches oh of course they would they would deny it to the nth degree if you ever accused them of it but all of this you're seeing actual you're looking at the artemis logo and then it shows you an example of the female reproductive organs the fallopian tubes the ovaries the the uterus the cervix and all this stuff. it's a, it's a it's an illustration it's not like a real picture but it's an illustration so you can kind of get an idea that the artemis logo is that exact thing but it's turned upside down really really sick stuff now let's go even further FCC fast tracks 5G spectrum wireless despite links to cancer and DNA damage. This is from Take Back Your Power, and I give you their email address if you want to email them because you can get on their email list and uh, they'll send you this stuff. In the wake of a $25 million National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences National Toxicology Program study, which found DNA damage and carcinogenic effects caused by wireless radiation. FCC Chair Tom Wheeler ignored all that and is fast-tracking the 5G spectrum rollout with a vote scheduled for July 14th. A comment, as you may have already heard, on July 14th, the FCC voted to unleash the 5G on the USA. So we're, they already voted it in. It's, it's, it's going. We're going from 4G to 5G. The 5G network would carry far more data and use higher frequencies than ever used before. This, these are not frequencies that are compatible with our human physiology. We, we, we were just talking about that. How all of these things that it does, and this is, we're just, we're just really scraping the surface of this at this point. Wheeler recommends these new frequencies not be studied or tested for public safety. Of course. Uh, so the U.S. may be the first out of the gate, because that's the important part. Be the first out of the gate. Don't do any kind of testing, even though we know this is going to be absolutely horrific to humanity. Virtually every home or lamppost would be outfitted with a small cell tower. That's disturbing. According to Wheeler's June 20th remarks at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C., 5G build is going to be very infrastructure-intensive. Meaning they want to get one of these evidently on every house, just like they want a smart meter in every house. 
They want to make sure you're bombarded with as much of this nasty, satanic radiation as possible so that you will die as quickly as possible and at bare minimum be as weak and as sickly as possible and succumb to all of the diseases and the maladies that these will cause so that you cannot fight back against the new order so you will be a brainwashed automaton because a lot of this is about mind control as well uh virtually um this then it goes on to say according to wheeler's june 20 remarks at the national press club in washington dc 5g is going to build out is going to be very infrastructure intensive requiring a massive deployment of small cells um, I wonder if these are going to be having to do with this Artemis thing that we just talked about. Despite industry assurance of safety, many thousands of independent peer-reviewed studies have proven that wireless radiation is very harmful. Last year, 220 scientists submitted an international appeal to the United Nations, that's like appealing to Satan, calling for greater public protection from exposure to wireless radiation. According to multiple surveys, at least 10% of the population has already developed electro electrosensitivity we are currently in the midst of an epidemic says daphine Takover, ceo of quote we are the evidence an advocacy group representing people who have been injured by wireless radiation so there's already groups out there that are representing people that are being injured by wireless radiation in a supreme court case in israel led by Takover. Evidence was presented of over 200 children who developed electrosensitivity as a result of just Wi-Fi in the schools. These children, along with an ever-growing number of people who suffer from adverse bio-effects caused by radiation, may find their lives yet more disrupted if the FCC approves 5G, and they have, they've already done that. Yeah, we were just talking about this, and with this being implemented, you can just mark it down that this is the beginning of now, I understand people at an alarming rate aren't able to have children anymore. But the things that they're doing now, these are, these, are, these are going up by factors. Like when you square a number, you know, it's not just, oh, it's 10% greater. When you're doing things like 5G and these types of things, now you're going up by factors. You're going to have whole populations now unable to reproduce. Or, or minimal reproduction, or they're going to be having deformed babies, or ba and then, you know, if the babies do come out normal, they're going to vaccinate them, create autism, and all of these other debilitating things, get them heavily medicated at an early age, give them their soy, soy formulas so their endocrine systems are all messed up. I mean, literally, it's, it's an absolute total satanic plan to wipe out humanity. So understand, if you can't conceive, if you can't have a understand you don't have to look any farther than what we're talking about today. There, but there's a lot of other factors that I'm going to be getting into today as well that would also contribute to that. I wish things weren't so complicated. I wish things weren't such a satanic mess. But unfortunately, they are. We're truly in the end, in the end times because it, it's like when God says, if, if God hadn't shortened those days, no flesh would be spared. I really think we're, we're, we're moving. I, no, I do not think we're in the tribulation. A lot of people ask me that. I'm like, no, there's a lot of parameters that have to be met before actually in the literal tribulation period okay but i think we're getting very close <laughs> i think that you know i i would never say we could be one more than one year six months away from starting the tribulation at this point i mean especially if things escalated on a world scene politically and then biblical fulfillment of certain things I, i've done a whole study on that 
um, just key in tribulation in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I think it was the one I did on um, Gog and Magog and the seven-year tribulation, all that stuff. You'll find it. I did a whole, I tried to just use Bible to prove what I'm saying here. Not not speculation like, oh, we're in the tribulation because, no, hold on. Look at the biblical parameters that have to be fulfilled before we are actually saying we're in the tribulation. Just like people say, oh, Obama's the Antichrist. Well, oh, whoa, 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 hold on. There's stuff from a lineage standpoint. There's stuff from a bloodline lineage standpoint that have to be fulfilled for the Antichrist to be the Antichrist. According to the Bible, Obama can't do that. He can't do it. I prove it in the study. Okay? It's not me being so smart. I'm just saying, okay, this is what the Bible says. Can Obama Antichrist? I mean, I did a huge study on that. Uh, anyway, so going forward here, uh, let's see here. These children, along with the ever-growing number of people who suffer from adverse bioeffects caused by radiation, may find their lives yet more disrupted um, if the FCC approves 5G, which they have. Representatives from various EMF awareness organizations have come out to Washington, D.C. this week in an effort to educate public officials about the wealth of science showing harm from wireless radiation. You know, at this point, our government is so unbelievably corrupt and evil. Congress, Senate, you name it. Highest echelons. If the head is sick, the whole body's sick. We couldn't have a sicker, more di disgusting, perverted, warped head with Obama in the in the White House. That you know these people are all on the take. They're all bought and paid for, basically. Nothing really typically ever changes. So um, I don't think you're going to sway a lot of these devils. I think that prayer and fasting and educating others would be the best course of action. Um, yeah, and yes, I'm not saying don't reach out to congressmen, because if you don't do that, then that gives them the green light to implement their, their nefarious agenda even further. That basically is like telling them the sheeple people are ready for more. Um, <clears throat> but they're saying they're trying to convey views of a growing number of people who would choose health over the internet of everything. So, untested 28 gigahertz radiation blasting from millions of new hidden antennas. Now, that would be logistically there's no way they're going to be able to implement this overnight if you have to have an antenna in everybody's house there's no way that's going to happen okay um they haven't even been able to get smart meters on everybody's houses yet but what they're saying worst case scenario when this is implemented untested 28 gigahertz radiation blasting from millions of new hidden antennas uh and tuned up smart meters a corporate free-for-all with oversight eliminated Total for-profit surveillance, an internet of everything, with hundreds of billions of microchippable products, everywhere and everything, and eventually every one, microchips in every one, uh, those that won't take the mark of the beast, you know, not included. This is not sci-fi, this, this is the FCC Commissioner Tom Wheeler's new insane plan, slickly badged as 5G. Speak up and stop 5G. Now... I have a comment here. All the proactive steps you could possibly take are listed at this link. I didn't post all the proactive stuff because it's too much. It's too much to post in my study. So if you want to do that, here's a link you can go to. And, you know, if you feel led, there's all kind of proactive things you can do at this link. Now, the next report. Um, 
this is called shocking smart meter effects on human blood and this is a small little video I'm gonna play now obviously you won't be able to see what's happening I'm gonna give you a he gives you a breakdown of it It's not a very long video but I just want you to get the gist of what smart meters do to our blood okay so I'm gonna play this video While industry has failed to do any peer-reviewed studies on smart meters and health effects, a growing body of independent research is now starting to accumulate. In our second set of tests, we're using the smart meter. Before the exposure, we see the same thing as we saw. Okay, now what he's got, he's got dark field microscopy. I'm actually trained in this, um, and I haven't done it in a long time, but I got trained on it right out of the gate after chiropractic college. The chiropractor I was with, um, uh, he had a dark field microscope. And we would come in, we'd do a drop of the patient's blood. Um, I, we did a live cell blood analysis, and then we also did a dried blood analysis. And we would show them, um, like, what it meant when we did the, the dried blood. The way it dried was indicative of different health things that were going on in the body. And then the live blood cell, you could actually look at the live blood under a microscope and see what was going on there. And so this is, he's showing you three different people before they were exposed to the smart meter, their blood, which looks pretty good in this particular case. These must be fairly healthy people because most of the time when I did um, live blood cell on most of my patients, it was loaded with candida colonies and what they call Rolet formation, which is where the red blood cells stack, which a lot of times is indicative of just not enough exercise, poor circulation, um, uh, eating the wrong food, stuff like that. Anyway, this is what we're, you're looking at here. You can watch the video if you want to, but I'm just going to kind of comment as we go along. In the first samples, normal cell walls, fairly separated and looking healthy. So after two minutes of exposure in front of the smart meter at about one foot away, so this is standing in front of a smart meter about one foot away. See a totally different story. Sample one, you can see a lot of degradation in the cells. The cell walls have been broken, and you see changes in the cells, which are called mycoplasma. This is like a very short time period. And then, granted, I know they're close to the smart meter, but I mean, this is horrific, the change. You're already seeing these, these, these uh, red blood cells are starting to absolutely, totally degrade to death. It shows a mutation to the cell. In the second sample, we see a different type of degradation to the cell membranes. You can see a corrugation here. This is called bottle cap. So this is two minutes at one foot distance. Now, remember, we're all different. We're all going to react differently to this stuff. Some people are a lot more sensitive to this than others. So the second one is, is bad, but it's not as bad as the first subject. Now, again, these were people, though, that if I had saw their blood under the microscope, from what I'm seeing, I would have said, wow, you, got, you must be pretty healthy. Okay, these are not people that were already sick. So can you imagine if you had somebody that was already sick that actually stood a foot away? Okay, from what I'm seeing, I mean, the, the, these people were, were, would have been extraordinary as far as an incoming patient if I were doing this test formation and it's known that this occurs due to oxidation or uh, exposure to free radicals. So this third subject, uh, when we did her sample, she 
had to be pulled away from the meter after 45 seconds because she complained about a increasingly severe headache. 45 seconds she lasted. And her blood's not even moving. The, 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 the other two, although there's a lot of degradation, the blood cells are still moving. Her blood's just like sitting there. It's not even moving anymore. Because you'll actually see the blood cells migrating and moving. And she's got severe Rolet formation. And here you see a phenomenon called Rouleau, where the red blood cells are... He calls it Rouleau, I call it Rouleau. ...stacking up, which makes it very difficult for the blood to deliver oxygen to the tissues as they would be their normal function. Every single one of these is a degradation. Every single one of these shows a trauma to the blood cells. I mean, no wonder she had to be pulled away after 45 seconds. Her blood's not moving. It's like she's dying. She, she went into a, a severe headache. Now, granted... I understand we don't live one foot away from the smart meter, but you know this is this is a way of accelerating what the smart meter is doing to you. I mean these things, these things go out. You know I don't know what the effect is, how far you have to actually be away totally to have no effect whatsoever. But you know it's a long, long way to actually have no effect. And that came from something. <coughs> the only variable was the smart meter. What's going on here? This is a wireless device, which is unproven scientifically, which all the evidence so far proves is dangerous or questionable, which should therefore be studied intensely before it's released to the public. Clever people called the technology smart to make it seem intimidating so no one would question it. Some smart ad man came up with that and got paid $300,000 to call it a smart meter so you would feel less knowledgeable which they know we feel and then you wouldn't question the smart people putting it in your house so i call them not smart meters dangerous meters. well and again they do that with the smart appliances and all the smart whatever you know they're they're trying to again that what he just said there was a great point that i don't think i've ever even brought up even the terminology that they're using is they're doing it in a certain way to kind of def diffuse you and, and, and to make you just accept whatever they're trying to put put upon you. So it goes on to say, what are your rights worth? And this is Take Back Your Power. And it's, it's a good, i give you the links there, takebackyourpower.net, just one word, takebackyourpower.net, that's their website. And then um, they've got their Facebook page and a couple other links here that you can look at. Okay, so let's go further. Radiation, this next report, radiation emitted from smart meters is 100 times greater than cell phones. Now, if that's a new smartphone, that's saying something. Because like the dumb phone I got, that's not putting out near the radiation that a smartphone's putting out. It's one of the reasons I like using them as well. <laughs> I know I'm minimizing my exposure. Plus, I don't stay on my phone. You know, I'm not glued to my dumb phone. You know, I'm not, I'm not, because it's a dumb phone, because it's not smart, remember, you know. So, anyway, actually, I think what I have is a smartphone, because to me, it's much smarter <laughs> from the standpoint of the radiation, lesser amount of radiation I'm, I'm being exposed to, and I'm not locked in that. Literally, they're just trying to get us plugged into the matrix. Eventually, the, the cell phones are going to go into some type of neural implant, and eventually, you're going to be literally plugged into the, into the matrix, into some... You know, they want to plug us into some virtual reality world, which is where this is all kind of heading. So, um, as long as they can just keep us distracted and keep us our eyes off the ball and keep us into this fantasy world, 
social media and all of this other garbage that they're trying to do, which is where people, you know, <laughs> evidently um, get their get their self worth and value. I guess I don't know. It's ridiculous. I don't deal with any of that stuff. I don't have time for it. Number one, and to me, it's just a massive waste of time. So radiation emitted from smart, and I'm not to coming down on people that do that. It's just that to me, I can't even imagine. I have such limited time. I can't imagine even trying to to go that route. And not only that, all of these things like Twitter and Facebook and all these things are are data mining you. There, there's they were started by the CIA. They're creating your data. They're 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 creating this gigantic. Um, network of information where they're compiling all this information on you personally, knowing your habits, knowing um, where you go, where you travel, how you think, what you buy, what you do. And the more stuff you do online where you communicate that, the more of a dossier they're developing on you. It's just not good. It's a gigantic spy network to boot. Plus you're, you're, you know, I don't know. There's just so many things. I've covered that many times. Can either Facebook on the keyword search at contendingfortruth.com, and I've done all kind of stuff where we've exposed Facebook. You know, and now all of the stuff that they're doing now where they're, where they're cutting out free speech, they're eliminating the First Amendment on Facebook, on Twitter, that's all by design to get you conditioned to do that as well. It's an absolute, total, gigantic conditioning tool to get you conformed into their new world order paradigm. Okay, so I, I just don't see any upside uh, anymore to this stuff. Radiation emitted from smart meters 100 times greater than cell phones. And exposure is constant, doctors warn. Some 65 million American homes already have them and more being converted all the time, even against the will of some homeowners. And yet many doctors agree that smart meters are a potential health threat due to a constant release of radiation. Smart meters operate via a two-way communication system in which energy usage is, is tabulated wirelessly inside the meter and transmitted to the energy company that owns it no longer do energy trucks have to go around once a month to check individual meters i guess unless you have an analog everything is done automatically and wirelessly it might be simple in functionality but it's not so much technically the constant pulses of energy as smart meters communicate both with electrical appliances inside the home those are the smart smart appliances now Energy Star, it says Energy Star on it, it's a smart appliance, okay? If you have a smart meter, your smart meter is literally communicating with anything that you have inside your home that says Energy Star, okay? Um, that's what you don't want. You want to try to throw as many monkey wrenches into the New World Order's um, data mining campaign as you can. And the more you participate in these things that I just mentioned the more you're giving them exactly what they want, okay? These are literally spying devices. There's literally, I've seen, where they can literally listen to you, like through the cable boxes and through the TVs and, and, and maybe even through the appliances. I've even heard that is a potential with the CFL bulbs, the, um, those which are horrific as well. They give off all kind of dirty radiation. Any CFL bulb, I've replaced every bulb that was in this house which is regular old incandescent light bulbs. Why? Because I don't want a spying device in every room, and I don't want a device that's giving off all this dirty electricity in every single room. That's another way you're getting bombarded with radiation. The CFL bulbs, the little 
curly Q ones, they're horrific. And if you break one, theoretically, you should call a hazmat team because there's enough mercury in there to kill you, essentially. But it's okay to put it in the vaccines. Even though if you broke one of the vaccine shots that contain mercury, you're supposed to call a hazmat team then too. But it's perfectly fine to inject that same thing that you have to call a hazmat team into your body in the form of a vaccination. I'm not making this stuff up. This is stuff I've, I've all covered in times past. And if you break a CFL bulb, theoretically you should call a hazmat team. Because there's enough mercury in there to cause all kind of neurological damage as well. Because mercury is so horrific for you. So that's one more reason not to use a CF, CFL bulbs, okay? Now, what you can do now is you can get long-life incandescent bulbs. Yes, are they more expensive? Yes, but you can get 10,000-hour incandescent bulbs that will go, like, you know, 10 times the amount of time as a normal, which are comparable to a CFL bulb. Even more. In some CFL bulbs, it goes even more. I and. I don't think LEDs are that great either because you're dealing with a lot of electronics there too um, as far as the um, dirty electricity. I think they're better than a CFL ball, but I also think that they could also be used as a, as a spying device as well because they're very, very electronic in their makeup. The incandescent is just, you know, obviously you're, you're dealing with just a bulb there. So that's another thing that I wasn't even planning on talking about today that is important. Okay, so a, again, it's Energy Star... It's the little blue square logo that you'll see um, on, I mean, you, you can see them on printers, you can see them on whatever. Uh, all kind of appliances, they'll have that blue, and that's what you kind of want to try to stay away from. Because that is smart meter compliant. They're, they're basically telling you that right up front. And again, if you, any of these subjects that you want to know about, I've most likely talked about on multiple occasions um, you could probably just key an energy star and see where I've talked about it. Um, so, give you some more information on that. So, the constant pulses of energy as smart meters communicate with both electrical appliances inside the home and with energy companies um, are a radioactive threat that's about 100 times greater than that of a mobile phone. So, the one difference is obviously the mobile phone's near you. Now, again, when you use a mobile phone, it's always best they what they're saying is not to have it right against your head because you're getting maximum exposure to radiation especially on a smartphone and they ramp this thing up to 5g or whatever i, I don't know how that's all going to work with the cell phones and, and I, i'm sure everything's just going to get worse and worse and worse again that's why i recommend having one of those green eights on a cell phone because you can't block the radiation if you block the radiation you won't be able to use the phone so that's about the best thing i can tell you on a cell phone um <clears throat> maybe there's better things out there i don't know but also you know you can put your phone they've got radiation shielding cases i mean i man i found them up on ebay for like four or five bucks the shielding cases and and you can buy those and keep the phone in the shielding case between uses um but so many people are glued to their cell phone constantly they never have it in their case you know you sleep at night get the thing away from you get as far away from you as possible i mean at least six seven eight feet if you can okay have as many electronic devices away from you when you're sleeping have the room as dark as possible as well these are all things that greatly interfere with sleep patterns okay 
So as many things as you can have away from you when you sleep that are electronic, the better. Okay, granted, the ultimate is sleeping under one of those canopies that I told you about. Because it's literally blocking, you know, like 95% of anything. You won't be able to use a cell phone inside a canopy. And again, if you're on the second floor, you gotta have the, the you gotta have the, the silver the, the silver fabric underneath the floor because the, the the radiation can come up from underneath as well. So I, um, to do a keyword search, electromagnetic shielding material, silver, that would be a keyword search you could do. I think I give you some links later in this PDF as well. Those are expensive though. Those are you're looking at over a grand for one of those bad boys okay and um maybe you can get them a little bit cheaper i don't know but in their hassle to put up you gotta you know basically either have some kind of canopy you make that goes a, a like where you can drape it over over your bed or you have to anchor it to the ceiling it's not it's just not for everybody um but these are these are alternatives that you can use regarding this type of stuff especially if you're having issues and here's the thing I only foresee this getting infinitely worse now with this 5G and with this Artemis technology. This isn't something that's going to get better. This is going to be something that's going to get so much worse now. Um, and I hate to say that, but again, I think it's also important to pray against this wickedness. Because this is wickedness. This is bringing us into a sterilized, mind-controlled, George Orwellian 1984 existence. You know? And what this is doing to our brains as well. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. So let's go forward here. Um, this is a, so they're saying that the radioactive threat of smart meters is about 100 times greater than that of mobile phones. This is a tremendous radioactive load when you consider that smart meters operate 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, what if you live in an apartment complex and you've got a bank of one of these, like, you know, I don't know. 20 on the other other side of the wall on the other side of your bedroom wall i can't even imagine what you want to do in that particular case and what you want to do with any smart meter at bare minimum is put some of this electromagnetic shielding material on the back side of the wall okay like at least like a five foot by five foot square on the back side of the smart meter that alone is going to attenuate is going to knock down it's not going to knock down whatever is in front of the smart meter like if you stood in front of it but if you're if 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 you're on the other side of it on the back side you're going to eliminate a ton of that radiation getting into your house not all of it but a good amount it's it's going to definitely be a demonstrable difference okay so now granted if you had a bank of 20 <laughs> you're going to have to accordingly get a bigger piece of this electromagnetic shielding material that you will have to buy from one of these specialty companies that sells it electromagnetic blocking shielding material you'll find it and it's on they're on ebay they're on the internet you can find it i don't know what the best company is really um there's not a lot of companies that make this stuff but they are there they're becoming more prevalent and and i want them to become more prevalent as people find out about this stuff <clears throat> these are things you should be doing at bare minimum. I mean, they've even got shielding paint where you can paint walls. The problem is there is that if you just did the walls, the windows are still going to be open access points for the radiation to come in. 
So you have to understand that. There's a, there's a lot of different variables here, and I'm not the be-all, know-all expert, but I am going to give you some resources later in the study about electromagnetic consulting. There's actual people that do consulting about this now. I'm going to give you those links, okay? And again, I have zero vested interest in anything that I'm telling you. I'm not going to make money off what I'm telling you. I'm not doing this because I'm trying to make money off you. Okay, I'm doing this because I'm doing unto others as I would want done unto myself. So <clears throat> these are things that, that I know could, for a lot of people, potentially help them. All right, let's go further here. Um, independent studies have revealed that both strength and frequency of smart meter pulses make them exceptionally threatening. The Center for Electrosmog Prevention, a California nonprofit group, estimates that one smart meter emits the radiation equivalent now, they're saying it emits the radiation of equivalent of 160 mobile phones. <laughs> okay. Other studies have concluded that the smart meters emit not 100, but 1,000 times the radioactive load of a typical cell phone. Uh, I don't want to say radioactive because then you're thinking of like Chernobyl or something. I think they mean the, the, radi the, the radio frequency. Um, is i think a better a better term there in other words you're looking at bare minimum 100 times that of a cell phone up to 1000 times of the radio frequency of dirty electricity microwave frequent rf frequencies that you're getting from a cell phone okay granted the cell phone's up near you the further you get away from the smart meter, the more the exposure goes down. But still, you're getting bombarded. A lot of people are getting bombarded 24-7 from all kinds of different angles. They got their cell phone next to their bed. They got a smart meter bank on the outside of their house. You've got your, you've got your cell phone towers that's a half a mile away or whatever. You've got radio frequencies hitting you. Then the government has harp. They have scalier. You've got all of these different unforeseen frequencies flying around in the air. And again, the only way I really know to truly get away from all of it is to, is to sleep under one of those RF canopies. It's the only way I really know of. Um, so let's go further here. Smart meter radiation is a constant threat to your health of you and your family. This is problematic because electromagnetic pollution, kind uh, like the kind emitted by smart meters, is highly damaging to the body. There are reports of chronic headaches, seizures, insomnia, dizziness, heart palpitations, tinnitus, that's ringing in the ears. I've had a lot of patients email me about that one. How do you, what do you do about tinnitus? Okay, well, I think first thing you start with is looking at, do you live in a house with a smart meter? Do you have Wi-Fi? You gotta turn your Wi-Fi off at night, bare minimum. Okay, now remember what I said, I'm, I'm hooked into an ethernet hardwire cable most of the time. If I use the Wi-Fi at night, I always turn it off before I go to bed, even if I'm in a totally different room. Man, I got one of these radiation meters. Um, in fact, it's right here. I got one of these radiation meters that picks this stuff up. This is called an electrosmog meter. I would say for the money, it's probably about the best one you could find. It's not. It's like a hundred something, uh, but a lot of these go way, way up. It's Cornet, Cornet, C-O-R-N-E-T, electrosmog meter. Just do a keyword search for that if you. And what it does is it picks up different kinds of radiations. And I'm telling you, because I wanted to see if we, were, if we were in a really, really high electromagnetic radiation zone here. I'm kind of like, 
low to moderate, just normal, as far as what this is picking up. But when I turn my Wi-Fi on, okay, now literally the Wi-Fi is just a few feet away. Man, this thing spiked. I mean, it went to like triple of what it was just a second ago. It was a, and you can see it's a graph that's like a, it's like a moving graph, and it shows you. I turned that thing on, my my Wi-Fi on, and it it was like unbelievable. So that confirmed to me how much radiation we're getting bombarded with Wi-Fi alone. So you have to, at bare minimum, turn off the Wi-Fi. Well, my Wi-Fi meter, you'd have to unplug it. Okay, go to your cable company and tell them what you want to do, which is what I did. Tell me you want one that you could turn on and off. Okay, they, I mean, I got one. It's worked great. I turn it, I mean, if I do turn it on, I turn it off every night before I go to bed. And if you if you have it on, make sure you're in a different room. You don't want to be in the same room with this thing on. You want to be hardwired in to an Ethernet cable. You can go up to Radio Shack and you can buy a 50-foot Ethernet cord for whatever. Even you can probably get it online a lot quicker and or I mean a lot cheaper. You maybe spend 20, 30 bucks on that and you can basically where as far as that thing can reach, yeah, but then that clears up my house. Well, okay. Yeah, my house looks kind of a mess, okay? I mean, I'm sorry. I got Ethernet cords and stuff like this. It's not whatever, but it's it's much safer electromagnetic environment the way I've got this set up here, okay? Theoretically, you could even have Ethernet cords that, like, if you drilled small, I mean, if it's your house and you drilled small holes, you could make them look nice. You could put an Ethernet cord through there. You could put have Ethernet cords going to different rooms of your house where you could just plug it right in, okay? And you wouldn't have to have the Wi-Fi on at all. Not only that, Ethernet, typically, your computer's going to work a little bit quicker as far as online stuff because you're hardwired in. So... Um, anyway, that's something to think about. These are just things that are coming to my head as, as I'm, as I'm talking here. So a lot of this is off the cuff type of stuff, not to be confused with off the cuff humor. <laughs> anyway, um, so tinnitus ringing in the ears and other symptoms associated with exposure to smart meters. Even the American Academy of Environmental Medicine agrees that smart meters are a potential threat, especially to people with pre-existing health conditions. And so in other words, if you got somebody with pre-existing health conditions, which is basically everyone now, you know, this is the one thing that, that you know, they're going to do this and they're going to do that. All of these different ways they're trying to do to just get you into the grave as quickly as possible. You know, one foot in the grave, one foot on a banana peel is basically how they want to get everybody and sterile. <laughs> so this is the goal of the brave New World Order, George Orwellian world we're moving into. The group issued a recommendation stating that no smart meters should be in the homes of patients with neurological or neurodegenerative diseases, genetic defects, cancer, and other conditions. That would mean like so many people. They're saying no smart meters should be in the homes with, with people with neurological, neurodegenerative diseases, genetic defects, cancer, and other conditions. What's other conditions? And that smart meters should be removed to a reasonable distance from patients' homes. Now, I have one listener who moved up here recently, and unfortunately, and they moved into the mountains of North Carolina, but the cool thing there was they have a smart meter, but it's way outside their house. It's on like a pole, like, I don't know, 30, 40 feet from their house. And he measured, I sent him my radiation meter to measure you know, what kind of, because of, you can measure this. 
and and the readings came back pretty well they're far enough away from the thing where it's not probably going to affect a lot that's going on in the house granted it's still a big brother device that's if you got any smart appliances will be interacting with them it will be interacting with cfl bulbs and like tvs that are that are more um compliant with the new whatever uh, that sound of silence technology that i got into that's a whole other can of worms with the tvs i don't have tv either i mean not i just do everything on the laptop but that's a whole other can of worms there and if you want to know more about that can sound silence i've got into that before uh it was one of my older teachings but um yeah so that there's other things that that you you have to deal with as well here um going back to the report this would be great if every household had been given or offered a smart meter that had an option to reject it but in most cases customers are forced to accept a smart meter in place of their traditional meter and if they're offered the choice of an opt-out it's often the caveat that the customer pay a monthly penalty fee as a conscious consumer it's your job as it is mine to get the word out about smart meters start informing your friends family members and neighbors about the dangers and work together to fight against this coercive threat to our collective health there's a link there um, another way you can help combat emf radiation from smart meters if you can if you already have one is to diffuse now again this is to me this is a little bit ridiculous but to diffuse calming essential oils in your home which can help minimize the insomniac insomniac effects of constant exposure okay that's all well and good but to me i would do a whole i would do whatever i could to block the radiation and then the, do, do the diffuser thing last okay i mean the diffuser thing shouldn't be your go-to it's going to do nothing to block the harmful effects of all the radiation pouring into your wherever you're living you know it's going to do nothing regarding that so you know bear that in mind now do i love do i love the concept of diffusing these essential oils and great they're wonderful probably the best one if you could only choose one would be lavender okay lavender would be the best one and what you want to do is you want to get one of these and he's got this is mike adams ultrasonic essential oil diffuser i haven't even clicked on this let me just see what his diffuser is um okay all right i'm looking at his looks pretty good um it's ultrasonic which is definitely the one you want what it does is it basically atomizes it and what it does is you use it with water and it will um i'm seeing how much these cost here okay a reasonable price fifty dollars on this one and this is the 1500 milli get one i recommend if you get one yeah get one that like they've got an 80 milliliter model and they've got a 1500 milliliter don't get the 80 milliliter model okay reason is it's only going to hold 80 milliliters of liquid that is not very much okay you're going to go crazy if you want to run this thing a lot refilling the thing constantly it's going to get make you go nuts so what i did is like the one i got it's a, it, it has a much larger capacity it's more like his 1500 milliliter model okay and he even he even ships his out with organic eucalyptus and organic tea tree okay those are all well and good but if you if you want to go to sleep at night i would run the lavender I used to do that all the time when Taylor was Taylor was a little girl. Still to this day, it'll knock her out if if she can't get to sleep. So lavender tends to work really really well. 
Um, and there's a lot of calming essential oils. You can do research up there, whatever. I have a whole essential oil line that we brought in. I love it. I think it, they're the best ones I have ever used. And they're about as economical for organic essential oils as any ones I've ever seen. I do have a lavender as well. I don't even know if he offers a lavender. He's got tea tree and eucalyptus. I have those two as well. Anyway, I, but I don't sell a diffuser. So this is the, there's a link here. He's, he sells a 1500 milliliter diffuser, and that's a good one. And not only that, but here's another thing. If we ever get hit with one of these pandemics, this is one of the best things you can do is to have a room or rooms, let's say, where you're running these diffusers or even running them through several areas of the house because like things like tea tree oil, um, eucalyptus to a certain extent, tea tree oil is, is probably one of the better ones because it has more antiseptic um, properties okay those are really really good ones to run for like okay let's say one person in the family sick you don't want to spread it you run that throughout the house okay what it's going to do is really really sterilize and sanitize the air it's going to sanitize surfaces it's going to kill germs that are airborne let's say they're coughing or sneezing or things of this nature it's going to spread it's going to prevent the spread of infectious disease. And another thing that can do that is ozone. Good, a good ozonator. Um, I like the Royal Aaron. I don't know if they make those anymore, though. But there's good ones out there that you could do research on. Um, the the new one that they came out with the um, oh that at the Alexa Pure Breeze. I like that one. We got one of those running here. I run the ozonator like if, if like I'm making something in the kitchen and it's like the whole house smells like it, I'll run it then. I typically don't run that all the time anymore. Um, I just don't think it's necessary. That Alexa Pure Breeze is really, really good. I like it. It's multi-stage pure and they also use, I'm pretty sure, UV in it, which is actually a sanitizing of the air. You want something that's going to sanitize the air. You want something that's going to actually kill germs. I believe it's got it's got a few different technologies in it. I know Mike Adams sells one. It's really a lot more expensive, though. I mean, it's like more than double. And I think for what you're getting for an Alexa Pure Breeze, I got mine on like Overstock.com, best price you could find. I don't know if you'd be able to find it or not, but Alexa Pure Breeze that got like it was it was substantially lower than anything I saw on the internet. Okay, and it won, It ran great too. It's it's run great. I got some extra filters for it, so that's another thing that you can have. And these are these are things that you know you could it essentially if a pandemic hit. And I've talked about this before. You could literally have a safe room where it was a room where you had like okay the the windows were sealed that type of stuff. I mean, depending on how bad of what you're dealing with, and you could have these technologies all running at the same time. You could have an Alexa Pure Breeze. You could have an ozonator. You could have diffusing going on. You could have, you know, I like the concept of not having all my eggs in one basket. The longer that I live, the more I realize I really feel like that's the way to go. You know how, like, they say variety is the spice of life? I used to get, when I was younger, more locked into thinking, okay, it's just this way, and we just need to use this, and, and I found this way, I'm going to stop doing all this other stuff. Eh, I don't know how well that works. I, I really feel like that having a lot of different things at your disposal gives you more options 
You're not putting all eggs in one basket. And there's certain advantages you're going to have with certain different technologies that you're not going to have with others. So I got a little bit of everything. That's kind of my approach on, on a lot of the stuff. Okay, so I'm way over time on this part one. And we are going to continue this, this very, very uh, proactive thought pattern now that we're in regarding E, electromagnetic frequency, um, proactive solutions for that in the next part, so part two. Um, so God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.